Encouraging conversation in rethinking education with teachers, authors, and thought leaders from around the world. This is EDU with an Edge. And here are your hosts, Craig Badura and Tim Holes. Hey. <laughs> Keep, it going. Keep it going. Keep it going. Keep it going. We are on episode 23 of EDU with an Edge. I am sitting here with Craig Badura and Taylor Siebert as we continue just to discuss life in general. And we just end up a lot most of the time talking about just being a parent. Um, we all have sorts of situations that happen, obviously, on the daily, but uh, weekly, and it's it's great. Some more recent than others. Yes, um, and it's it's fun <laughs> Half hour chatting ago. with these guys um, via instant message, and it's and I appreciate both Craig and Taylor because I might be fired up, and they'll always uh, get me to laugh by the end of the evening with the stuff they throw they throw down, but. Um, Gentlemen, let's just talk about parenting, and, and Craig, let's let's start with you because you're sitting there, the as a, you know, 170 pounds of twisted steel and sex appeal there with that. <laughs> oh, I've never heard anyone <laughs> with that cutoff shirt that you're wearing. So, uh, uh, go ahead and share the latest parenting issues that you've had to deal with, Craig. Uh, you know, I guess, boy, I don't have anything like you do. I, I my biggest challenge today was leaving my house. I had to go to a training at ESU Nine with Jackie Ediger and, and the crew there, and Linda Dixon trying to learn some new tech tools, Adobe uh, Illustrator and Premiere Pro, which I figured those are Mercedes, and I just Mind drive a below. Nissan Armada, so I don't need those big tech tools. But my biggest challenge today as a dad was my kids. Uh, my son went for a golf lesson today in Lincoln. And uh, they have the Junior Am qualifier coming up at Beatrice, your former hometown. You built that golf course. (laughs) They have that coming up on June 15th. And uh, uh, it was a challenge for this dad to let those kids drive down the interstate, Mm -hmm. both kids, 75 miles an hour, to Lincoln for a golf lesson, and then to go 37 miles south to Beatrice. So if you're listening and you're a new parent, and when your kids get to 16, you know you always hear parents stress about turning your kids loose in a vehicle and it's just uh it's a uh, it's a stress that you, i can't prepare you for if you're listening now and your mm-hmm. kids aren't old enough to drive it's just a whole nother and my kids are both very good drivers so i got to compliment them on uh, compliment them them on that but i just worry about the other knuckleheads in the, in the vehicle so that's my biggest challenge i guess as a dad lately i don't know if that compares to yours well uh, i'll jump in on that tim has, yeah. knuckleheads. Tim has one about a half an hour well, ago we're, we're speaking about driving and letting our kids drive um so i'll try to make a long story short um i have two boys and two girls um two boys are older and then two younger girls uh have a 16 year old boy and a 14 year old boy and 14 year old (laughs) young man and both of them are really good drivers and he had he's into the big trucks and four-wheel drives jacked up and I, and, I think, and I and I and I and I'm into that too I think it's really cool well uh we found one for him and uh he was not patient and mom and dad probably weren't patient as well and we kind of went havesies with him to purchase this vehicle well we made a deal that you know it stays in the shed uh you can take it out and back it up and wash it and you know drive around with mom and dad as you have your learner's permit But uh, they tend to sneak out together, the two boys do, (laughs) and just this evening prior to... Can't you hear it start? Oh, yeah. Um, The oldest son, Noah. If you're home. Yes, the oldest son, Noah, was was in driving it, and about 8.30 in the evening, we get a 
telephone calls saying we're broke down five miles out in the country. And at first country. I you're thinking, what are you doing five country. miles out in the country? And so I guess, you know, keeping it um, PG, um, <laughs> I should probably say I was pretty frustrated. So as far as... And pan- what what made you frustrated that the, they the fact out? Th- that and also knowing, too, that the vehicle was supposed to stay in the right. shop. Right. That was and what had been established. They, they had agreed upon it. And then when... We're speaking with them uh, on the phone as we're going towards them. They'll hang up because they don't want to talk to mom and dad because they know mom and dad are just fired up. And you never did that, Mr. Holes. I never. um, I get so much enjoyment out of that because you and me were both, and you too, Taylor. I don't know Taylor as much, though. You might have been. You did a lot of that, so when you get frustrated with that, you'll text us or DM us. Okay, well, yes. I get a small amount of enjoyment out of that. because That's warranted. That is. (laughs) However, you know, growing up on the farm, it was, you know, we didn't have cell phones, so there was a note on the table when we got home (laughs) that said, hey, go grab the truck and meet me at the North 40 because we're (laughs) picking up straw bales. So we would just you know, hop in the truck and do oh, that. Yeah. Uh, but it was never, there's never, I never joyride. I never did until I was 16, 17 years old. But when I was 14, Craig, <laughs> I didn't even think about going out and joyriding. Come on. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. an option. Taylor, but, what's, le, oh, what's man, a challenge for you as so a dad many examples. Well, as a entrepreneur and guy that uh, just Well, loves, you just turned 18, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I just turned 33. <laughs> Uh, pretty exciting, especially when I told uh, Sarah and Christian at the office, I, they said, how old are you going to be? And I said, 32. And I paused for about 10 seconds and I go, oh, crap. I'm actually 33 this year. So that kind of went into a state of depression first, there for Taylor, a week. congratulate you because you are a new dad. Yeah, so we yes. got our first girl. So we have three kids. We just put one through kindergarten, yes. Beckett, and then who's been on the show, which is B-Man. so cool. Highlight of his... Short life so far. <laughs> Brock, who is our middle child now, who is living up to that role. Um, I did not know what that was like. I just had a younger sister. And then Quinn, um, who's, who is just eating a lot and gaining lots of weight. But yeah, Brock is probably our toughest right now. We, we are learning that we have to parent differently with mm-hmm. uh, different personalities. Beckett is a typical oldest child. He has never really lied to us. We'd know when he's lying. And, um, but we disciplined him super hard when he was the only kid, right? Yeah. yeah your first and one. And now we're noticing, oh, wow, we kind of were a little lax with Brock and now we're reaping the fruits of that labor. Yeah. Now and kind of going, oh, okay, we got to really follow through with what we say. And so a great, great example was Jess, uh, give her a ton of credit. She runs our house and, keeps things moving and also runs all the, the books and accounting for, for Strive, by the way, and um, couldn't do it without her. And so she stays at home with all the kids. So she was out, and I can't remember where they were at, but, um, oh, they were at soccer. So Beckett's doing a little soccer camp in York, and Brock um, bought himself one, which uh, we can I won't go into <laughs> if you believe in spanking or not, but <laughs> he bought himself one. And so she had, they got home and she kind of had forgotten about it, which tends to happen. And he started yelling, Brock did going, mama, mama. And she goes, what Brock? <laughs> and he goes, I supposed to get a pankin. And he was waiting in the Asking bathroom to get a, get a spankin. And he can't say his S's. So he said pankin. And so we're starting to see some, some growth with him, but he just likes to push, push our buttons and grab Quinn and 
hold her hand with sticky little gross hands that he has and um yeah it's just challenging with with little ones and um, but it's super fun and I try to be patient and keep my keep my heart from pounding too much getting frustrated with them they just want to they want attention and they want um because I'm not I'm home but I'm also working and trying to run a business too and so got to uh, be present as much as I can too. So this is interesting because we got three different dynamics yeah, sitting here. That's pretty cool. Me, I'm in the last chapter of you know. <laughs> my wife and I were Nesting. talking about this. Well, you know, and we we I, I said to my wife the other day, in two years we're not going to have kids at home. So yeah. essentially we've we've passed the first chapter of a four chapter book of parenting. So you get through right. that first, you get him to college, you get him married, and then you get the last chapter of the best. Once your grandparents and then it's over. Your yep. your story's over. You just fast forwarded like fifteen years real quick. <laughs> I did, but it, it's interesting looking back on his story from thirteen years ago and I'm just having all these flashbacks going Wow. And then Tim, you're kinda right in the middle yes. and here I am, you know, the older one, the elder of the group, but here's a question I have for you guys: Have you ever had a, have you ever had a moment as a dad where you thought to yourself, "Parenting is hard. I wish there would have been a remember those those Cliff Notes books, the <laughs> Parenting for Dummies." Have you ever had a moment that you thought to yourself, "Because I have, and I remember exactly where I was." Have you guys ever had that moment that you're like, "I wish there was a manual for how to be a good parent"? I haven't had that that moment of. I wish there was a manual. I have had those smack in the face. I sound just like my dad right yeah. now. <laughs> yep. several times. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll comment on that. That's been really it's a challenge in marriages too because your wife grew up a certain way and you yeah. grew up a certain way, discipline-wise yeah. and how you handled things and so that's been I don't know, fun is not the right word, but just um really cool to see how we've kind of developed our own parenting style through that going. Yeah. I really liked what my parents did and they were very strict and Jess's parents weren't very strict, but they were, they had a lot of fun and we had fun too, but now we're kind of creating this mixture of that. Yep. And we'll see what, (laughs) we'll see what happens. (laughs) I see how they turn out. I don't know. Um, yeah, Hopefully they don't no- all play Fortnite when they get older, but <laughs> professionally. Because there is no manual. You know, your parents can give you all the parenting advice, but until you've been in that situation to right. be a parent and have to but you, make decisions and do you, certain things. You pull from your own experiences, I think, right? But maybe, yeah. I don't know. I remember the, the one time that I thought that to myself was, I can take you back and uh, go figure it's golf related. Yeah. Meadowlark, number, hole number nine, Caleb was playing Reese Rhodes. And it was at the Carney Junior Golf Classic, and they give these gigantic trophies. So there's a lot of pride online with these kids, and I think Caleb was maybe nine or ten at the time. And and Caleb had a two-shot lead, and ends up. Long story short, Caleb doubles Reese birdies, and I looked at my wife and said, "I don't know what to say to him." Right. And you know he's frustrated. There's no tears, but he's frustrated walking up. And I just I remember saying to myself, "What am I going to say to my kid?" And I remember I think I said to him, "If this is the worst thing that ever happens to you in your life, you're going to have a pretty darn good life." Yeah. And he didn't re- relate at the time as a ten or twelve, however old he was at the time. I don't even know how old he was. Um, but I, I remember texting my mom that night saying, mm. "You never told me where to find the how to be a good dad manual or the or the parenting manual." So that's my that's my story with the with the parenting piece there, but. You know, it's it's an amazing journey, an amazing ride, and mine. Unfortunately, you know, my kids are going to be gone in a couple of years. You guys still got yours, but um, it's it's the the yeah. Well, <laughs> you you tweeted it nine hours ago, Craig. 
Immediate, I, immediately after a sporting event. Oh, yeah. Always tell your yeah. daughter or son that you enjoyed watching them play. We've I always, mean, that's maybe... We've I mean, always I love stuck that. to that mantra at our, at our house. And, you know, I, I guess so growing cool. up and being through the whole youth sports things and seeing certain things and being a coach and seeing how some parents have talked to their kids afterwards... I guess my wife and I, you know, uh, participated quite a bit in athletics and mm-hmm. our parents were always good about that. And it's just a point of emphasis with us is I won't bring up that's, you know, the other day uh, my kids played and that's the first thing you go up and, you know, they didn't shoot real well and say, hey, I loved watching you play today. And eh, give them 15, 20 minutes. And if they want to bring it up. Exactly. Bring it up. Yeah, I love that. There's I, no I'm medal. That. There's no medal. There's no trophy nope. for parenting. Um, yeah. and I feel very honored and blessed to be sitting to two great dads right now. And I appreciate you guys sharing your guys' insight and stories. So, uh, thank you so much for listening. This has been EDU with an edge. If you like listening to this, please subscribe. Hey, thanks Beckett. If you would also share it with a friend, we'd appreciate that. You could also leave feedback either on SoundCloud or iTunes.